From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, January 26th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Toledo police plan to hold a news conference tomorrow and to release body cam video from a fatal officer-involved shooting early yesterday morning. ONN's Amanda Fay reports. The shooting happened in the 5700 block of Hill Avenue in West Toledo. Police say they got a call from a woman that her husband had a gun. Officers say they arrived on scene asking the suspect to drop his weapon. He did not and pointed the gun toward police, and that's when police shot him. Officers involved are on administrative leave as the investigation continues. I'm Amanda Fay. The man killed by police has been identified as 47-year-old Jason Means. A Cincinnati architect, along with his fiancée, her sister, and a cousin, have been found dead in Mexico. ONN's Dave James has more. CBS News reports that 36-year-old Jose Gutierrez was visiting his fiancée in north-central Mexico at Christmas time when the group of four went missing. The remains were found in a pit last week in an area where gang activity has been reported. The area is a battleground between two powerful drug cartels. The U.S. State Department has had a travel warning in place for that area of Mexico. Gutierrez was a Miami University grad and lived in Butler County. Dave James, ONN News. In Cleveland, a 20-year-old bicyclist has died after being hit by an alleged drunk driver on Monday night. ONN's Russ Mitchell has the story. Police say Michael Dylan Manello was riding his bike on Lakeshore Boulevard around 10 o'clock when he was hit and the driver took off. Police say 69-year-old Joyce Walters is charged with aggravated vehicular homicide, hit skip, and OVI. I'm Russ Mitchell. There's new information about a body found yesterday in Hilliard, a western suburb of Columbus. ONN's Andrew Kinsey reports. Detectives identified the man found dead inside of a car. Columbus police say they were looking for a missing person when they found 44-year-old Hajid Jordan shot and killed. It was along Hilliard Rome Road. Officers found his body in a nearby parking lot. He was missing from Maryland. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost announced felony charges against two Northeast Ohio men accused of seeking sex with juveniles. On Tuesday, the Mahoning Valley Human Trafficking Task Force arrested 31-year-old Richard Kozak of Youngstown. He allegedly was participating in sexually explicit online conversations with a juvenile and had detailed his desire to sexually assault a 15-year-old. Detectives discovered he was employed as a corrections officer at the Northeast Ohio Correctional Center and had engaged in conversations during work hours. Earlier this month, 75-year-old John Slates of Richmond was apprehended after allegedly attempting to engage in sex with individuals he believed were a 15-year-old female and her adult mother. A pizza shop remains closed in Centerburg, 35 miles northeast of Columbus, after a crash killed an employee and seriously injured its owner. ONN's Yolanda Harris has more. 47-year-old Kristen Hoon was driving Sunday afternoon on U.S. Route 36 in Knox County with her daughter in the passenger seat and 48-year-old Paul Baker in the back seat. They were hit head-on by a 17-year-old. Baker died while Hoon and her daughter were seriously injured. Baker worked at Long Branch Pizza in Centerburg and Hoon is the owner. Local businesses have raised thousands for their families. Employees hope to reopen Long Branch Pizza next week. I'm Yolanda Harris. The racketeering trial of former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder and former Ohio Republican Party Chair Matt Borges started Monday but is off for the rest of the week. ONN's Tracy Townsend explains. It's going to resume on Monday. Officials tell us that the decision came after a juror tested positive for COVID-19. There was also no court hearing yesterday, and that was because of the winter weather out there. 
But the Larry Householder trial does resume on Monday in Cincinnati. I'm Tracy Townsend. In South Central Ohio, two people are charged with stealing tires from a car lot in Chillicothe. Charlie Vest is the IT director at Hernstein Automotive and says it's time for people to be on guard. The only way we're going to get some resolve and hopefully change this pattern is, again, as a community, uh, we're going to have to all be like little amateur sleuths and, <laughs> and just get involved. Ronald Perkins and Maridra Stepp were seen swiping the tires on surveillance video and got away. But then they came back and a security guard called police. Perkins and Stepp are charged with criminal trespass and possession of criminal tools. The return of wintry weather to northeast Ohio is making efforts from a group of volunteers more important than ever. ONN's Bree Buckley in Cleveland has more. Each Wednesday for the last 12 years, volunteers from St. Paschal Balon at Highland Heights lend a helping hand bringing a hot meal and basic necessities like warm clothes, boots, and tents to those experiencing homelessness in Cleveland. Volunteer Bob Yukovic. If we could just bring up the woundedness from their brokenness and give them hope and love and encouragement to get up the next morning, that's our job. You know, that's our job. Bree Buckley, reporting in Cleveland. For the fifth straight season, the Kansas City Chiefs will play host to the AFC Championship game, and the Cincinnati Bengals play them there on Sunday. ONN's Dave Holmes has more. The Chiefs haven't been unbeatable. They've won two of those games and lost two of those games, including last year to the Cincinnati Bengals. Quarterback Joe Burrow is feeling pretty confident that his team can go into Arrowhead Stadium and win for the second straight time. We've been in these spots. We have the experience. We know what team we're playing team that's been to this game the last five seasons in that stadium. So to me, they're still the team to beat, and we're coming for them, but we know it's going to be tough. We know it's going to be hard fought, and we know the kind of players that they have on that side. I'm Dave Holmes. And concern over the mishandling of classified documents at a high level of the U.S. government isn't all new. Back in 1984, a student in Pittsburgh showed up at her eighth grade class for show and tell with a collection of classified papers from President Jimmy Carter's administration. ONN's Clay Gordon explains. 13-year-old Kristen Preble's dad had found them in his hotel room in Cleveland several years earlier and taken them home as a souvenir. They had apparently been left behind by Carter Press Secretary Jody Powell. Preble brought them home where they sat for more than three years as a faintly appreciated keepsake. After the show-and-tell event at school, the teacher called the FBI, which swiftly retrieved the papers. I'm Clay Gordon. President Carter debated Ronald Reagan in Cleveland in October of 1980, and Press Secretary Powell had the documents with him as part of Carter's preparation for the debate. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.